is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good afternoon. It's great to have you with us here on this Friday. Let's wrap it up with a rousing discussion about whatever is on your mind. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. Let's see, let's, it's kind of eeny, meeny, miny, moe here with our callers because we got full lines to start the day. And let's uh, let's begin with our friend Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Are you there, Bruce? I guess we're not starting with Bruce. We'll put him on hold. Are you there, Bruce? No. Okay, let's go with Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, I'm Doing Joe? well, doing well. So the, I, it, go ahead. Yeah, the UAW strike is in the news a lot, and I find it wildly entertaining, and I like it. Okay. Because it exposes a fact that we talked about yesterday on the show about people not wanting to work. One of the demands of the workers is they want 40 hours of pay for 32 hours of work. So that proves to you right there that they really don't have a money problem, an income problem. They literally want to work less. And that is... Well, who doesn't? Very unadmirable. <laughs> and that's, well, Joe, that's not life. We uh, need productivity to get our daily needs met. Okay. And to reward and ask for unproductivity is, I would say, immoral and uncivilized. Well, we should uh, not be I dependent. On, we should be independent, Joe, and we are not. We are dependent. We are so. I guess like government shutdown. What I'm hearing from you, though, is that that your philosophy is that we live to work. We live to we work, work for someone else. We live to somewhat. To, no, we live to true, labor. No, nope, well, not true. I, we, I don't Joe, know. Can I answer what it is? Like... We live to sustain ourselves and be independent. We live sure. to work and take care of ourselves and not be a burden on society. We don't give me, give me, give me. I deserve, I deserve, I deserve. Take, take, take. You should be productive and you should want to be productive. When you have a demand that says I want to work less, but I don't want more money, I have no respect for that. Why that not? Well, I mean, not why why shouldn't people have eight hours more of their own time to do what will because, be, would Joe, enrich that, their lives? I, you're, you're acting like, oh, they just want to lay around on the couch. That's not necessarily Joe, that, the case. Joe, you don't understand how the world works. What? We need goods and services to sustain ourselves. <laughs> and don't. when a sector of the economy wants to work less, that is wrong. Okay, that so is, we, all we owe it to, to we owe it economy. to we owe our lives to the economy. It reminds me of uh, when Glenn yes, Beck was saying that uh, that people who are old and susceptible to COVID that they should just give it up, you know, just that you know, th- to that sacrifice that themselves to, to the economy. Very, very, very bad analogy. That has, I don't know. It so sounds totally, kind of like the same thing to me. No, but anyway, so the government shutdown is also a very good thing. I would like it. I hope it goes on. I hope it happens because. That hurts those who are dependent on the government. And it hurts everybody. Be, it does, but no, it mainly the independent people who don't need uh, the government, you know, that work in the private that, sector, they don't why need Why is it, it good that, say, a, a single mother with children who relies on uh, on food stamps or on on other programs that uh, help to help them? So why, why is that good that, they, that those because people would suffer? It, in, it encourages independence and self-sustaining and taking care of yourself, and it discourages dependence. But see, liberals, Joe, like you, love dependence. You love it when no. people depend on the government. No, yes. I have no desire yep, for people to depend on the government, but I think that's a role that the government should play is to, nope, to help people it, when they— No, it is not. That is absolutely not. So, so, any, oh, so yes. let me, well, Rich, let me get this straight then. Sure. All, all kinds of aid programs should just be abolished. Nope, no more, nope, no nope, more food, nope. uh, food nope. assistance, no more— I no more. No, like four times. Well, nope. what, well what are you saying? You're, then you're contradicting I say, yourself. I would, I would say 80%, maybe 75% of— free handouts should be abolished. There are people in wheelchairs and literally disabled people that do need some help. But the vast majority of people on assistance are perfectly capable of taking care of themselves. They're milking the system. They're being lazy. And that is a very American trend. And it's getting worse and worse and worse all the time. Everybody has this entitlement handout. 
so idea a, a, in their head. Say, a, a, Take care a, of yourself. Sing, a, sing, a single mother who has children, she can't afford to put them in daycare or into into preschool, Joe? that sort of thing. So she, but she's got to go to work because you've got to got to take care of no, yourself. But she no, can't afford Joe, to put the kids. So how does she do that? And hey, without any assistance, that to you. I can explain that to you. Okay. The single mother should have made choices early on to not be a single okay. mother. It's well, not magic, Joe. So, Being but she's got the kids. She can't. She sky. can't. She can't go back in time. She can't get in a time machine and 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 make things there, different. And who doesn't have regrets? That I take mean, care of them. There's lots of people that take okay. care of. Right. People like that, Joe, and it's not the government. So okay. shutdowns are good. I love it. I love the strike. I hope it goes on forever. It exposes greed and the very disgusting American attitude that we have of entitlement. All right. Okay, Rich. Well, all right. Okay. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, Bruce and Bella. Bruce, is this you? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? I got you now. Yeah. So uh, Okay. Sorry about that. That's Okay. Yeah, I'd like to comment, Joe, about uh, Senator Menendez and all the the uh, uh, negative comments and publicity that he's getting from the legacy media. Uh, I hope he doesn't quit. If he's innocent, I hope he doesn't quit. Really? Okay. Because be, because I, I'm a conservative. Uh-huh. But again, like you always say, we don't know until the, the jury comes out. Okay. And even then, I I might disagree with them once I know more of the facts. Okay. The, well, the, that's fair. So, the, so maybe, uh, maybe witch hunt huh, we could use here. Well, the media always does this. They, they always jump to conclusions, and they don't give you the facts. Okay. Right. And and also on on the carbon tax, you know, when Inslee first came out with this uh, this new tax in January, he said the gas would go up by just a pennies. Well, it's gone up a lot more than pennies, and he has a degree in economics, okay. and and it's from the University of Washington. And I think that's an insult to the University of Washington that this guy touts his alma mater when he can't even foresee uh, 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 an increase in gas costs go up when when he initiates a fee to the uh, refineries it's okay. ridiculous okay well i've said too i i think he's probably been disingenuous when he said it would be pennies and uh oh that that's an understatement <laughs> okay <laughs> he, right. he, he he flat out lied well, um, I guess, yeah, you could call it a lie, I guess. But yeah. Well, at that point, he didn't know what was going to happen. So it, it, oh, a lie would yeah. be now, okay. well, we have to be honest now, if if the if the price, I mean, if he was still today saying that my carbon fee is, has not made gas prices go up, then I think you could accuse him of a lie. But before all that happened, he is uh, being, I would say, being disingenuous or me, maybe, um being overly generous on his own uh, calculations or, or estimations of what his law would do. But I, well, I'm just, he, you know. he, he, he should know better than, than to use a Ouija board. Well, I think that the goal all along was for the price to go up and for uh, us to pay more and thereby use less gasoline and, and well, uh, other types why, of fossil fuels. Why didn't he say that? Well, it's not politically... It, it, you know, it, that's that's kind of you know poisonous to someone's political career, and obviously Jay well, Inslee he, wasn't planning he, on re- running for re-election. But uh, well, but he's those the, that, he's that, a public servant. Those who would support uh, those who would support his legislation uh, would uh, then be uh, tied to his words, saying, "Yeah, my my bill is going to raise gas prices by fifty cents a gallon, and uh, it wouldn't have passed or likely." I mean, if so, I you know, I that okay. it's it's politics, but yeah, well, I, I hear you. you, Bruce, and I appreciate your uh, you know being being charitable to uh, Senator Menendez and uh, crossing the line there and say, okay, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Thank you. All right, thank you. Well, that's all we got time before we have to take a break. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, yesterday, Keith called in, and I thought he had a very moving 
you know, story where he was talking about this grocery worker who wanted 40 hours a week, right? And they were keeping them as temporary. And they, they run the stores with a skeleton crew and, you know, the lines are there. Oh, but you can do the self-checkout. It was a great call, Keith. I mean, it was very moving. And then Rich, like he did today, right, he, he, he had just, just attacked him, said that his call was dripping with entitlement. You know how Rich talks. He's, he called, he, he said he was like, it was greedy and disgusting for people to want a living wage. Okay. And then he also, you know, bases all, all this on the fact that he can't get anyone to work for him. You know, bucking hay for 25 bucks an hour. Now that's something that like in back in, back in Blaine, when I was in, in high school, only like the wrestlers and the football players, not even the baseball players could do that because it's so intensive. It's also, you know, uh, at a time where people are on vacation and look, it's a different world now. And, but the thing is, uh, uh, rich, even if you offered him 50 bucks an hour, it's the money's not the problem. It's, it's your poor attitude, my friend. I mean, okay. you're just so bitter and, 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 and like literally dripping with contempt for your average working man. You know, we're all old suckers here, right? I, I got so many gray hairs, can't even count them. <laughs> and we got ours. We're stable, right? We, we got ours when the time was good. When, when, when economic times were good. And guess what? We also tried to push the government to recognize the fact that there was going to be an overpopulation problem, especially in Latin American countries. And they, they did this thing where, oh, no, you, you can't do that in contraception in the, the Mexico City uh, resolution and all this stuff, right? And, it, and because of religious forces like the Catholic Church, which aligns itself with with the, the evangelicals, and there's a lot of, you know, uh, on that side, we never could get population con- control, you know, under control. Because, oh, there's so much land, we'll, we'll never run out of land. They'll just learn ways to grow fo- uh, food better and quicker and faster. No, arable land. It was always about that. And then climate change is the double whammy. And this is for John and Blaine as well. We told you, my friend, a long time ago, we've been talking about how this is not going to end well. You have this, like, Bible uh, proclamation, go forth and multiply, that you guys still take as rote rules. Oh, everyone's got to be the Dukers. Everyone's got to have a bazillion kids, right? Look what it's brought us. You know, and, and, and then you had the Trump administration early on, sabotaging our foreign relations with those very countries that these refugees are coming from now, right? We were trying to get them uh, on a more stable economic foot, helping them try to fight narco-terrorism, which is ripping their countries apart, along with global warming. And, you know, they're going to beat feet up here, of course. So, you know, not only did we, you know, we told you, a long time ago, yeah, Im- immigration's a problem. But you know what? Having floating buzz saws on the Rio Grande so that it snags, you know, uh, uh, their hair and their clothing, and then they just drown in, in the river, a death machine. You okay. know, you've lost your humanity. You're okay. following the orange messiah to hell. Okay, okay John. All right, well— uh, as far as immigration, we kind of covered a lot of a lot of a lot of ground there too. But um, as far as immigration, I you know I that'd be nice to see Congress actually take this on and 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 consider this rather than just uh, you know talk about it you know uh, talk you know all this you know rhetoric that uh, nothing's being done. So they you know. Biden's not supposed to do executive orders or the president, whoever that person may be. But then Congress doesn't take any actual concrete action on uh, on immigration. But quick break. We'll be back with more. We got a bunch of folks on the line and we'll get to them and to you. Whatever's on your mind here on this Friday, 360-676-5464. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's 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 a go getter, man. She has a she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses. 
candy business and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Decisions, decisions. Whether it's choosing your dinner spot or picking the perfect show to stream, even the simplest choices can be challenging. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. And today, I'm thrilled to introduce something that'll make your whole home comfort decisions a breeze. Barron's new upfront pricing. Whether you need heating, cooling, solar, or plumbing, we've taken our whole home approach to the next level. We've taken out the guesswork in our estimating process. No surprises, no compromises, just clear and straightforward upfront pricing. Our home performance experts will provide you with accurate knowledge on the spot, allowing you to easily choose the right products that meet your comfort, health, and efficiency needs, all within your budget. And with our buyer's guide, we'll help you navigate your project decisions with ease. Right now, we have cooling options for as low as $99 per month and add a furnace for just $30 more. Call Barron today. Barron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. When you want a project done right, you do it yourself. When you can't do it yourself, you call Honkoop Gravel. The dedicated professionals in Honkoop have been serving the area since 1975. Since then, the company has expanded into a full-service civil contractor with state-of-the-art heavy equipment and GPS control capabilities. From drainage systems to large-scale site development, they'll do your custom projects too, turning your dream idea into a reality. If you need site work, you need the team at Honkoop Gravel in Linden or at honkoop.com. KGMI and a grand in your hand gives you a chance to win $1,000 every weekday. But what if you don't? Well, playing a grand in your hand presented by Nieder House of Luxury automatically qualifies you for a second chance drawing, a luxurious weekend getaway at Lopez Islander Resort, and blackout golf for 10 at Bali. A grand in your hand brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury at Squalicum Harbor in Bellingham, inviting you to an exclusive Gabriel and Company New York trunk show happening September 29th and 30th. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And Majid joins us here on this Friday afternoon. Hi, Majid. Hello, Joe. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Doing well. How about Good. you? <laughs> well, I'm hanging in there. Good. I've been listening to Rich and John. You know, I agree with uh, Rich. Okay. Yeah. On, you on, on which nobody owes point? you anything. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just asking you on which particular point. <laughs> there are a lot of points I agree with him. Okay. A lot of them. Yes. He's a very hardworking person. He's a farmer. He's, yeah. He's the kind like me. Get off your butt. Go get, get a job. Uh-huh. Like I told my son. When he was little, we left the country when he was four years old. I went to UAE. I worked there. Even though I didn't have to, I had 10 houses here in Bellingham. I was getting rent, right? Oh. But I had to work. I wanted, yeah. I, I was have, rich. I, okay, yeah. I was, was going to say 10 houses. All right. But I, most, yes, can, most can't but even I afford thought, one. <laughs> listen, okay. I, I learned that from my father here. Okay. My father said, no matter how much education you got, you want to get into something, makes money? I said, yeah. He said, real estate. Okay. America and all over the world. Okay. So I sold my dad's house when I was eight years old. 13-bedroom house in Iran. I sold it for him. And he came to me. He gave me the, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, the commission. He told me, this is your job. You don't have to become a doctor. This is what you can do and make a lot of money, okay. especially in America. Okay. Uh-huh. So I came here. I I I made it in California. 
I saved up money. I worked my butt off. I go to school to Cal Poly, mm-hmm. and I, I invest in five-acre land in Mojave Desert plus a house on it, uh-huh. like a big cabin, right? Everybody was proud. I only paid $13,000 for it. Okay. That was <laughs> 1975. Yes, you got to get off your butt. Nobody owes you anything. This is the land of opportunity if you can do it. I, I taught my son to do the same. And he is, thank God, he is a very good kid. He picked up everything that he, he knew about me. And he knew about, you know, how to invest his money, how to go to school, right. how to make himself well, bigger good. and better. Well, that's very good. But there, you know, I, I think you have that's to admit there are a lot of people who work very hard and never make a lot of money for one reason or another, but they still work hard. Uh, Joe, they aren't uh, real estate moguls or don't have those kinds of opportunities, but they do work hard. Or, Joe, I, I, I'm, I uh, I, and I bring up the, once again, the, Joe, the, the example. Well, let me I just, let me. I let, and I was minority. I, I understand, Rajid. I understand. But let me just okay. say. Uh, a, yeah. wo- a, a woman who finds herself in a situation with kids and... Oh, you, yeah. And, and, okay, let me give you uh, an example. Well, no, those let me... Women, all right. Some of those women, they got boyfriend on the side, too. Okay. okay? All right. There's yeah, always they got a money reason. Raking okay. in. They right. got money raking in, and oh. they don't tell the government. Okay. And they, get, they still get on DSHS. So there's really no poverty out there. It's just... just people that are scamming are the sometimes, system. Yes, they are. Sometimes all they right, are. Majid. But okay. not all the time. Okay. Open your they heart, man. Open your heart. To get freeloaders, <laughs> to become a free freeloader. Everybody who's on government assistance is not a freeloader. I just refuse to no, accept that. No, not all. I never said well, no. Then, okay, I never but said then, that. But who isn't and who is? The I one mean, who lie who like to get more money from government okay. plus to have a boyfriend oh, and right. a girlfriend on the side who okay. brings them thousands of dollars, okay? All right. Okay, well, yes. the system, I is, know. system is, is designed America. to... This is America. All these things happen all the time in front of my eyes. I see it. <laughs> well, where are you seeing all this if you're living like this life of a, of a real estate mogul? I'm, I'm, well, I'm... I was before, yes. I'm not anymore. I wish okay. I was still. Okay. Because I'm old now, I'm disabled. Okay. I became disabled when I came from Iran. I got detained there. Remember, they beat me up. Right, right, right. Okay, but, I came back. Nobody bailed me out. I bailed myself. All the money I made here, I spent over it to come back here. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm you glad know? you're back, and and I'm glad you're not. Well, I'm glad I'm back too. Yeah. When I got here, I kissed the ground. Right. right there in uh, yes. Yeah, well, don't don't floor. don't don't assume that I'm not happy to, that I'm an American. That this is my home and this is the country I that I love. And it, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're not to lecture me about that. But don't forget, don't forget. There it's are, because uh, I want to help leech, people who are having a tougher time than me. All right, all right, Majid. Well, yes, there are people that scam every system. There are wealthy doctors that scam the the welfare system or the the Medicare system. There are wealthy corporations that scam the the tax system. There are people that scam every system, but that doesn't mean every system is is illegitimate because there are people that take advantage of it. That's my point, I guess. Our friend John down at Big Lake. Hey, John. Hi there. I, I completely agree with Rich and your last caller. Okay. The guy is brilliant. Uh, Joe, in terms of productivity, yeah. the, the UAW is asking for 32 hours of work per week and a 40% increase in pay. Does that sound to you like productivity? Well, for one thing, I mean, why should I mean they make the point that uh, and and it's it's hard to make apples. It's kind of apples and oranges to one degree or no, another. But I mean, if you look at if you look at the the how the CEO say of GM, her pay has increased by at least forty percent over the how last many, uh, last few how years. So how how well well how is it fair that her compensation would increase that much? When the average workers, not you know, I'm whatever their contract calls for now, the contract that's expiring, 
I mean, I, I don't know what that called for during that time, but I'm sure it wasn't any 40 percent. Well, and I'm not I, saying I, that I, they I, deserve 40 percent, but I think you go into uh, negotiations, you shoot for the moon <laughs> and expect to come where somewhere in, in, the, in the middle. Well, I, yeah, I would say, Joe, that when Trump ended his presidency, that we were net exporters of energy. Uh-huh. As well. soon as Joe came in, first thing he did, he walked into the Oval Office and shut down drilling and a pipeline. That is what is propelling our inflation, largely. It's Joe's fault. It's anybody who voted for Joe. Okay. But I, I, I would All ask right. you, again, on the productivity end of things, why not cut your program back to 17 minutes? Give the entire time to John from Ferndale to pontificate and say whatever he wants to say, and then <laughs> fold up shop and say, "Well, I earned my money." Well, is that productivity? No, I mean, I I get what you're saying, but you know, I think what this harkens back to, I'm thinking, uh, I, I just think about the 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 debate and what was said about workers demanding a 40 hour work week back in the day. They were probably saying. What are you crazy? What are you going to do with all that time? Are you going to lay around? Is that what you want to do? You want to be lazy. To now, now a 40-hour work week to us is, is normal, and it's abnormal for somebody to work a 50-, 60-hour week, but that was what people were expected to do back in that day. So, so I, I mean, I don't know me, what's me, wrong with I mean, me, if we're, get, we're, we're getting more. Well, let me just say there are more and more people on this planet. There are more and more people taking part in the economy I mean, there's going to come a breaking point where there are too many, there are more people than there are jobs. So it seems like we're going to have to start working fewer hours. Well, like, huh? if we keep letting them through the border, yes. But oh, let, me, let me clue you in about history. My granddad okay. Okay. worked in the days of six days a week. Uh huh. And, and when they went to the 40 hour work week, they were paid for 40 hours. Okay. Not for more. Okay. So. I, I mean, productivity and it employed a hell of a lot more people. I probably well about, about that. Okay. I mean, Joe, productivity is based on time on the job. It's right. not based on how much you're getting paid. Okay. For crying out loud, get that through your head. Okay. Well, I still maintain it. Thanks, John. Appreciate your call, but I still maintain we're 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 born to not just to work. We don't just exist just to work. I mean, we do gain some, uh, uh, we, I mean, I like to work. I enjoy my job and it, I, it's challenging. And, and I, I hope that's the case for most of us, but um, uh, that doesn't mean that our whole life has to revolve around getting up and going to work. I mean, we have, what do we say with the end of our end of our days, you know, what will be important to us that I went to work every day by golly, or that, I had meaningful relationships. I had a wonderful family. I had kids that I'm proud of and are proud of me. And uh, I, just some thoughts. We'll be back in just a moment. We got uh, Michael, we got Tim, we got Jim, and you, hopefully, here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. Bringing the world to Whatcom County and Northwest Washington. The People's Republic of China. They're launching the first pieces of their own space station. The John Batchelor Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 10. They're going to use what they learned. It's truck season at Kendall Chevrolet of Marysville. And the perfect time to step up to a new Chevy truck. With Kendall discounts and truck season incentives, you could save thousands. Call it late summer or early fall. Either way, there's plenty of great weather to get out and enjoy all kinds of outdoor fun. With new arrivals of Silverado trucks, shop an outstanding selection and take on some new adventures in a new Chevy truck. Right now, you can save up to $8,700 off MSRP on a new 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500 LT. Your price at Kendall is only $47,105. 
find new roads. With thousands in savings and a massive selection of Silverado trucks, stop by Kendall Chevrolet of Marysville and get a truck season kind of deal today. Kendall, let's start something great. And number PZ 189920, all financing out of credit. Price is not include taxes, title, or license. A negotiable documentary service fee of up to $200 may be added to the sale price of the vehicle. Subject to car sales to be the details. Offer expires 930-23. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And just real quick before we go back to the calls, people have been talking a lot about this 32-hour work week for 40 hours of pay. And that was uh, an initial demand or um, yeah, union demand. Wall Street Journal so it says, though, that uh, it's gotten little focus at the bargaining table. The proposal isn't completely off the table, but union leaders initially floated the idea knowing it was a long shot and did so to spark dialogue on improving work-life balance. People familiar with the strategy said. Once again, uh, that's the Wall Street Journal on the demand uh, of a 32-hour work week for 40 hours of pay. And the demand's uh, primarily behind the UAW. A uh, big, big wage increase. They're shooting for 40%, and that you know, won't likely be, be where they end up at. But uh, reinstating cost of living protections, ending the two-tier system for wages and benefits, and job security in the EV transition because uh, apparently it takes fewer workers. There are fewer parts in an EV car or a vehicle than, uh, than there are in a traditional uh, uh, fossil fuel-powered car, internal combustion engine and all that. And uh, so they're they're concerned that there'll be fewer people needed to put them together. Let's go to Michael and Linden. Hi, Michael. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. Oh, only John from Ferndale could wind up uh, defending Senator Bob Menendez when he's got, what, $100,000 gold bars and... (laughs) <laughs> oh, that wasn't John. I don't think John defended Menendez. Oh. That was Bruce. Well, he, he, oh, okay. He just said well, that. No, give him the... for him. Everybody is innocent until proven guilty, just oh, like yeah. with Russell Brand. You know, he yeah. shouldn't be if you platformed on YouTube over. Uh huh. Okay. The stories just the stories just always follow uh, the due process, I believe. But right. I called to talk about the unfortunate fentanyl deaths. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For the Lummi community in the. Yeah, they've had this spike in deaths. Michael, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. In Pierce County, they've had three toddlers Uh that have gone to the hospital for fentanyl overdoses. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had the little girl that died in Ferndale from fentanyl overdose. There's over 100,000 Americans. 60,000 of them are under the age of 25 years old. Old. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So it's uh, described as an epidemic. But instead of it. Michael, you're. you're Mike, I'm sorry, Michael, but you're breaking up. We have them doing the gun, you know, the Gun Violence Commission instead. Oh, okay. So that focus is wrong, is what you're saying, of the, the administration? Yeah, they're focusing in. Depends on task force, which. You know, instead of addressing the fentanyl crisis, and most school children are much more likely to encounter a blue counterfeit pill than they ever will gun violence. Well, that's um, yeah, it's hard to hard to deny that that would be the be the case, and uh, I I don't know that they're not focusing on fentanyl and on uh, the the opioid crisis. It's been pretty much top of the fold news for quite some time, but uh, I think uh, it, doesn't it seem that yeah, gun violence is something injury. that should also be dealt with? It can okay. and should by enforcing current laws to begin with, but instead what we've seen is decriminalizing drug use 
which leads to more violence over gang territory to control the drug trade. Uh, you know, they legalized hard drugs, they defunded police, and they handed out these safe smoking and injection kits for the community. I mean, that's it's almost like the Democrats wanted to happen. Well, now, now wait a minute. I, now, you have to admit that the legalization or the decriminalization of drugs wasn't uh, a, a legislative move. It was here in Washington. It was a, a it was a, a Supreme Court, a state Supreme Court decision that said this this law is unconstitutional. And then it's then the 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 free for all began as to how we respond to that down in Oregon. It was uh, was a citizen initiative that uh, said, "Okay, let's try this." And so, I, I mean, we have to be honest about what caused or what brought about these uh, these actions, well, these whether they're right or wrong. Activists that were advocating for this. Let's be honest about sure, that. Sure, they were also wanting to defund the police as well. Pro- um, and, and I understand they want a new approach, you uh-huh. know, to treat addiction more as a mental health issue or trying to get to the root causes of what causes the addiction. And I get that. And I, and I think there should be more focus on that. But the, the way that they've done it is just to, to get these people more addicted, ripple the homeless population, leave them out there in tents, while Democrats go about fundraising about, hey, we need to help these people and we need millions of more dollars because we haven't done anything yet to do anything for them. All right. Well, I, you know, it's it, I, I think it's true that, I mean, you can go down the, the feel-good path too far and um, say, hey, this should work, but without, uh, you know, and then put it into practice and, and find out, well, this isn't working so well. So, all right, Michael, appreciate your thoughts. All right, let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hey, Joe. Uh, I want to say a couple things. Is that first of all, I you might want to do one of your quick little Google searches and look at how many jobs and look at the historical chart are available today in the U.S. So it's not like there's a lack of jobs out there. And this is a thing I don't understand is when when I didn't think I was getting paid enough at a job, I would give my notice because I knew I could get a better paying job. Now, hats off to a certain company that's big in the Northwest, and I said, you know, I'm putting in my notice. It doesn't have to be two weeks. I'll stay here as long or as little as you want. And they said, why are you leaving? And I told them, I said, it's a long commute. And, and I just, it's, it's getting overbearing. So they gave me a 10% raise. Would you stay on for a little while longer? And I said, yeah, I will. You know, because it wasn't a peanuts job. And then I told them again, I was gonna, I said, it's, it's just really still not worth it. Okay. And they, they did try to keep me, but you know what? There's other jobs out there, people. And, 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 and I wasn't unhappy at this. That was a thing. It wasn't like I dreaded the job or hated it. It was just eating up a lot of my time, and especially with the commute. Okay. And I wasn't willing to move. And, and so people have alternatives. And, and where they have these car factories, I'll get back to that for a second, is... I mean, if you look at it, those guys are probably making somewhere between forty and forty-five thousand dollars a year. Okay, that's not especially great money, mm-hmm. but they're also in areas where the cost of living, especially housing, is really, really cheap. Really cheap? I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. I mean. These are oh, we're talking about workers that are in, uh, well we're talking about people Indiana, that are in all fall of far flung areas. Yeah, okay. Indiana, all right, Detroit, okay. Kansas. Okay. okay. Well, you can buy a house for what they make in a year or two. At I don't believe you can buy a house for 45,000 bucks, but well I well. bet you could buy one in Detroit for $4500. Okay. All right. Well, we're not just talking about Detroit, though. These are these are workers who are in uh, all over the country, really, in in different parts of could the country. Could you name but, a, Could I, you name some of those places that are really high cost of living or even median 
All right. Well, no, I don't want to get into that debate with you, but uh, all right. Well, we'll leave it at that because I got other callers on the line I want to get along to. And uh, I've got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Uh, we got Robert, Tom, Jim. Jim's been holding on forever. We'll get to him and you here in just a moment on KGMI Connects. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We ordered a large retractable awning for our deck, and it blends wonderfully with our home. The mechanics are smooth and solid and so easy to use. Most importantly, Luke answered all our questions and was very patient and friendly. The entire experience with Lorraine's, from the moment I walked into the shop until the awning was in use, was excellent. I highly recommend this company. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online and then just call. 738-8175 Call Lorraine for your new blind Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square DeWard and Bodie's three-day sale is this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at all three locations in Bellingham and Burlington. Now is the time to save big on appliances, mattresses, and barbecues with an exclusive offer you won't find at any big box store. DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on hundreds of marked in-stock appliances and mattresses this weekend only. Or they'll give you 24-month no-interest financing with no money down on qualifying items. That's the appliances you want today with no down payment and no interest for two full years. Or DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on hundreds of qualifying in-stock items. If you've been waiting for a deal, now is the time to score on a massive selection of washers and dryers, refrigerators, dishwashers, ranges and cooktops, microwaves and more from top brands like Whirlpool, GE, KitchenAid, Bosch and LG, plus high-end brands like Thermador, Gen Air, Mila. Experience their massive mattress showroom and take home huge savings on clearance and closeout mattress sets. Don't miss DeWard and Bodie's three-day sale this Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Offer qualifications and restrictions of If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and Part D drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And Tom in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Tom. Thank you. Love the show. Thanks. Um, quick rebuttal of uh, John in Ferndale, the buzzsaw buoys. If, okay. if John would watch some alternative media, he would have saw what I saw, which was a Texas Ranger out there. The water is knee-deep there. There are no buzz saws in between the buoys. Those are bearing mechanisms to allow each buoy to spin independently of each other. So you, it's difficult to mass cross the buoys. Okay. He, and I'd also like to ask John from Ferndale. He's mentioned that the Hunter Biden laptop, which was a, he said it was a 16 gig, but but it mysteriously contained 32 gigs of information. Where did he get that information from? Because I've looked all over, and I can't find anything on it. Okay. All right? All right. And, and I'd like to just shout out to Rich that uh, he is my honorary county commissioner. All okay. right? Thanks, Joe. All right, Tom. Appreciate the call. Thanks. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Doing all right. Thanks for hanging on. Uh, yes, uh, thanks. Uh, um, I was going to talk about inflation. If you give me a chance to get to it, I'll try to be brief. But I pointed out the other day that capitalism is not based on doing something. It's based on having something. You know, all the people, those very wealthy people that have enough stocks that the dividend actually means something. They can actually make a significant amount of money that can offset what uh, is more than what a average guy on his 401k or whatever. So. I would point out, too, that this could be our future if, if we don't wake up. And, I, and I'm glad that the UAW is doing what they're doing. 
uh, you're familiar with the Nike shoes. Uh, Michael Parenti on his video, the myth, the myth of capitalism, he points out that Nike pays like nine or ten dollars to produce in Indonesia, paying sixteen and seventeen cents an hour, and they charge those tennis shoes for like two hundred dollars. That's what he says. So that's a tremendous markup, and it's the same with other offshore jobs. That you don't get the savings passed on to you. They don't. They don't lower the price based on the cheaper labor. They they just get more profit. So one one other thing, uh, I thought about inflation a lot. And inflation really has to be simplified because we get these buzzwords, you know, like weaponization and you know, very other ones, gaslighting or whatever. I, you know, some are more obscure than others, but. Uh, it's often said that if you raise per- people's wages, particularly at the low end, like fast food, it's causing inflation. But inflation is only when an employer, a bosses, the bosses, raise the price of things. That's what inflation is. And so, if you say you're going to wage the workers, or you're going to raise the workers' wage, then they say, well, it's, we're just going to turn around and wait, uh, raise the prices. Well, of course, because they're not. Accepting that lower level of the pie, of that diminished share of the pie, they say we're never going to have only increase in the pie. And, you know, like most inflation is insidious. It just kind of gradually happens, and then it still benefits the owner of the of the franchise or whatever. And and so then sooner or later, at some point, the, the workers say, oh, I'm really having a struggle, so we should raise our wages. And, oh, they say, no, it'll cause inflation because – we have to raise our prices, but they don't have to. They could accept a lesser share of the pie that they've been increasing all those years. Right, but they're not going to do that. I mean, it's like what we've been talking about with this carbon fee here in Washington State. Uh, the idea was that they would that these companies that are charged that fee would just absorb it uh, and uh, let it count against their um, you know their overall. Uh, revenue, but uh, they didn't do that. They decided, well, we're going to pass it along to those that are paying for what we're, you know, what we're selling. And yeah, that's, uh, what, so, that's what I'm trying to say. I think, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, yeah. But they're going to pass. That's what Sean Hannity says. Sure. He says, you know, you raised uh, the wages, people, and then he uh, he says it out loud, plain as day. He says, we're just going to the corporations will just pass this the cost on by raising their prices. So, right. Yeah. I did mention that the other day with you that Tricky Dick Nixon, I shouldn't be so disrespectful, should I? But uh, he had wage and price controls for a few years, and I don't know if that's the solution. But, uh, you know, at least it's uh, an acknowledgement that the working class tends to lose ground unless they really, really get organized and, 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 and whatever. So anyway, I, I'm sorry to do uh, 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 disagree on that one point, but thanks for having me on. You bet, Jim. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Robert in Linden's got some thoughts on inflation. Hi, Robert. Yes, uh, thank you. I have one thought after that. Okay. That, that dude's right. And by the way, John of Ferndale is my hero. Okay. John so, of Ferndale, okay. All right. There, there, there's one fact about inflation when people want to put blame on it is that in the last seven years, 2016, corporate profits have gone up 70%. Anybody can look that up. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. So corporations can afford to pay their employees more. They just don't want to because they're greedy. Well, yeah, um, I guess you could call it greed. They're also, uh, that's, it's a self-interest. They're, they have one driving interest, and that is to be financially profitable and financially successful uh, to the greatest degree. Um, you know, these executives who are, they're paid in stock options by and large, and then that's their incentive uh, to increase the value of that stock, and obviously then for all the investors and keep everybody happy. Uh, so to do that in many cases, and I, I think that's what's happened to our industry, quite frankly. Um, it's uh, you know, it, uh, the spending and wages and the number of people, well, that, that's all stagnated, but and the number of people that are employed in, in the radio industry has shrunk because there's less investment in it. And, um, and they're playing to wall street, they're playing to investors and they want to get, try to get, attract them to invest money in the industry. When the, when most investors say, well, there are new stuff out there to invest in. Why do we invest in radio? This, this old technology. 
in, in spite of the fact that it's still very profitable and uh, it, it has a, it's got an important role to play in our communities and uh, so yeah it's it, but as far as inflation is concerned though employee pay is not the cause of it their pay has not gone up seventy percent right right well, that's true absolutely. And you know, why there's greed, why you want to call it, but that's a fact. Mm-hmm. That that's where the inflation is coming from. As far as the the gas pricing, everybody wants to bring that on Biden. But last year there was a act that's called I think the Fuel Fuel Price Gouging and Prevention Act. All but four Republicans voted against it. Mm. They okay. don't care about prices other than the fact that they can play the blame on the current president in hopes that he can get be defeated in the next election. And the people have called you this, the three most vocal people that called you, uh, well, I should stop now. Thank you. All right, right, Robert. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. But, I mean, and we play that game, I think. Um, That's what I was getting at, I guess, Robert's point that – well, when it comes to immigration, I don't see a will in Congress to do anything about it because it's a it's a you know it's a hand, you know handy uh, political bludgeon to use against uh, in this case against Joe Biden. You know, beat him up for things you know the crisis at the border, uh, but not at the same time really do anything, try to do anything about it, and. Uh, propose anything that's constructive or that would help. Um, uh, so that's my thought. Let things go to heck because it's, it will benefit us politically. And I'm not just saying that that's only Republicans that do it. I think it, flip side, depending on who's in the White House, who's in charge, then the opposition uh, of either party will use it when they're in the opposition. But it's all the time we have today here on this Friday. But we'll be back on Monday. Hope you have a great weekend. Got uh, some Mariners baseball for you. High school football coming up later this evening here on KGMI. Hope you have a great one.